You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Broadcasting revival for the church, awakening for the nations, and restoration for the world. Isaac with the Voice of Revival Radio Show. Thank you for joining me today on our brand new broadcast. Thank you for... um, I'm so thankful that you're able to come and join and just spend some time as we have been diving into the understanding. The Lord has been downloading revelation, just downloads of revelation about the Holy Spirit. I did a message that's already up on the podcast called The Awakening of the Holy Spirit. Three things that the believer needs in the awakening of the Holy Spirit. Then I talked on the Holy Spirit, the most needed gift of the believer. The most needed gift of the believer. I'm going to continue talking on the Holy Spirit. The Lord has just been downloading so much that we're missing. I believe We need to go to the University of the Holy Spirit. Many are settling for a elementary, even high school understanding of the Holy Spirit. So when we try to dive into the scriptures, we don't understand them. Jesus is the word, right? There are spiritual truths. There's a reason why we need the Holy Spirit. We need the spirit of truth to lead us and guide us to spiritual truths of the Word of God. That's why the natural man can't understand it. They don't go too far because you need spiritual understanding. When Jesus was talking to the people, he spoke to them in parables. Parables were natural stories that spoke of spiritual truth. Hidden inside the parables were the mysteries of God the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. In Matthew chapter 13, it's the parables of the kingdom. He is describing to them as they search into deeper and go into it, they can find what they're looking for. Do you know that in order to be the best, think about the different careers. You have to be certified to be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to be a scientist, to be a teacher. You have to not just go to undergraduate school. You have to go to postgraduate school. They don't just go to undergraduate school, but they have to move on to postgraduate because what they're going to do is so important. They need to go deeper. They need to know more. They need to have a deeper understanding of what they are embarking into. That is why so many Christians, they're satisfied with with having a undergraduate understanding of the Spirit of God, the spiritual things of God. And they have not realized that there is more. They're not fully ready because they're not willing to graduate from the elementary and the high school understanding to the university of the Holy Spirit. They're satisfied with surface-level Christianity. And 
in our day that we're living in, there can be no surface level Christianity. We need to go deeper to understand spiritual truths because the world will not understand the things of God. I remember when I first became a minister, um, I was immature. <laughs> I thought I was something. I thought I was somebody. I had a lot of pride, a lot of arrogance. I had a lot of knowledge. I was like a, a guru of information. But what I lacked was revelation. I needed the revelation. Knowledge is what's being, uh, what you're learning, what you're being taught, the information. But revelation comes through experience. There's many that have an, a knowledge of God, but they don't have the experience with God. That is why we need the Holy Spirit. So, in order for me to go deeper and to leave that immaturity, I had to continue my education. I couldn't just stay with a high school diploma, but I needed six more years of Bible school. In fact, I went for three years to graduate with a bachelor's degree in ministerial studies. Then I took another three years of Spanish leadership and theology. You see, I wasn't going to remain not prepared, uneducated. And I believe that's why I'm able to plead my case and give you an answer that goes deeper. I was trained in Bible school, but I was also trained by the Holy Spirit. I have a certification from the natural and the spirit to bring this case. Too many are satisfied with their high school diploma in the spirit. What the Lord is telling us is I want you to graduate from the university of the Holy Spirit. We can't remain with our elementary understanding of the Holy Spirit. We need to get, go deeper in our studies so that we can have a graduate degree, so we can have an higher understanding. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher. That's what it says. The Holy Spirit will be your lead, will be your guide. He will be the comforter. He will lead you into all truth. But I got to tell you this. There is room for more education. There is room for you to continue to be taught and learn more. If we get to a point to where we think we know it all, then we're going to get stuck because how we're we going to give an answer to those who ask us about our faith. I believe I'm just touching the surface of understanding the Holy Spirit. That's why we don't just need good preachers. We don't need just good teachers of the Word. We need to know the Word not only by natural means, but by experience of the Holy Spirit. That you're educated and Spirit-led. When you're just Spirit-led, you tend to become so spiritual but you have no natural knowledge. I don't know why I'm saying this. Think about a, a great lawyer. They have a way to cross-examine you and get you to either testify to the truth or admit you're lying. The Holy Spirit is the one who leads us into truth and helps us to discern error. I don't know if you've seen the movie A Few Good Men. There's a scene where the hotshot lawyer played by Tom Cruise interrogating a, the colonel, Colonel Jessup, played by Jack Nicholson. And uh, the lawyer asks two questions to challenge him. 
Did you doctor the logbooks? Did you order the code? And Colonel Jessup says, you want answers? I think I'm entitled to it. You want answers? I want the truth. And (laughs) the colonel says, you can't handle the truth. Reality is, can we handle the truth? The truth is that many of us have been going without the Holy Spirit. Some of you have been baptized in water, but you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is yielding to the king and allowing him to release the power which is already inside of you. You see, when you get saved, you get baptized into the baptism of repentance. When we go down into the water, we get fully immersed. Then we ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire. That is the the all-consuming fire, the dunamis. There's an activation because what was dead is now alive and the power source is ready to connect. It turns the well of salvation into a forceful river, like a water power that is harnessed by energy to run equipment like a windmill. The Holy Spirit is a continual flow of power. It activates the dunamis. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says, And you shall receive power. That word power is a Greek word, meaning you will receive dunamis. Miracle working, dynamic, explosive power. When the Holy Spirit is come upon you. You see, we have the, we, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, but we need it to come upon us so we can flow through us and to others. When it's in you, it comes upon you, then it works through you. So it's in you, it comes upon you, and then works through you. So we don't know how to fight our battles. We don't know how to pray the scriptures. And we pray with our own understanding instead of praying in the spirit. That's why he says, says, I pray with the understanding and I pray in the spirit. Prayer led by the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues. You're not praying to man but praying to God in a heavenly language. Once we said yes to Jesus, understand, when we got saved, we left the system of the world, the cosmos, and we entered into the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God where there is one king, one kingdom, and there is a governor called the Holy Spirit. He is the one who initiates. He is the one who is the activator. He is the one who who initiates the action of God. When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, it makes us bold and we walk in power, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Do you know what gives me the boldness to preach like this? Do you know what gives me the boldness to teach in this matter? It is the Holy Spirit. Not just the Holy Spirit that's living inside of you, but activating the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a gift. It was a gift. It was a promise of God for every believer. See, the thing is, in the church, people believe it's just for charismatics. It's just for the Pentecostals. No, it's for every believer. It is a gift. It is a promise of God. Here are some of the reasons why we need the Holy Spirit. It makes us be bold witnesses for the Lord. To confirm the gospel with signs and wonders following. The supernatural confirms that the gospel is true. What is in you 
has to get up on you and move through you. It's in you. It gets up on you and moves through you. God is wanting to release his power in you, on you, and through you. My wife tells me this. She asked me, I don't know why God uses me. And I said, you know why? Because it's not you in your natural ability. It's not you in your natural, by the natural man or the natural human strength or your understanding, but it's the Holy Spirit, and he gives you revelation and understanding into the spiritual things. It's the anointing of the Lord that gives you the power to speak and declare his word. The Holy Spirit comes upon you. It gets in you and comes through you. Many have not even got to the first step. When you get saved, the Holy Spirit comes in you. But now we need to pray that the Holy Spirit clothes us. Many of us are going, we're walking around spiritually naked because the Holy Spirit is not upon us. We need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to come upon us. God can use anyone who is yielded to the Holy Spirit. He's, he, he is the true source of our abundant life and vitality. Without the Holy Spirit, we cannot do what God wants us to do. We are fooling ourselves to think that we can handle life without the power source called the Holy Spirit. I'm talking today about the power source of the believer. Can you handle the truth? The Bible says that when you receive this power, this power helps us to walk in the miraculous. Power to live a holy life. Power to overcome the works of the enemy. The power to speak and take a stand. Power. Jesus said in Matthew 28, 19, 28 verse 19, he says, All authority has been given to me. Now go. All authority. That word authority is a Greek word meaning exousia. In order to have power, you need to have the authority to be able to exercise and use that power. We need the authority what? Who is the author- Who is the one who authorizes the power? It is the Holy Spirit. So Jesus said, all power has been given to me, and now I give it to you. When that promise of the Holy Spirit came upon them, they became another person. They became anointed. They became They began to understand the spiritual truths that Jesus had spoke to them. They began to understand the ways of the kingdom. They understood the kingdom message. Jesus came preaching the kingdom message for three years, and they still didn't get it because they couldn't handle the truth because the spirit of truth had not come upon them. You see, Jesus said this. He says, all power has been given to me. All authority has been given to me, but I need you to wait. Many times God wants us to wait before we jump into ministry so that we can receive the power, the authority, so that we can operate, not just in preaching and teaching, but for signs and wonders to follow. Let's go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. We're talking about the power source of the believer. So Jesus, I'm in Acts chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 6. 
We're now going to get into some scripture, but I've just been laying out some understanding of the Holy Spirit so that it's simple. I think many, many times that we complicate the spiritual things and they're really simple. Let's look at Acts chapter 1, verse 4. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them to not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, verse 7, it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. I'm going to put it in modern lingo for you so you can understand. Jesus is saying, before you step out and start doing this ministry stuff, before you start teaching about the kingdom, before you start uh, moving in signs, wonders, and miracles, I need you to wait. I need you to get fully clothed. I need you to get filled. I need you to wait for the promise because the things that you won't understand, he's going to help you understand it. And that is the Holy Spirit. The promise of the, of the Father, the dunamis, the dynamite miracle work and power that works within us. That word clothe means to put on, to be armed, to have what is necessary. In other words, to be armed and dangerous. You are not going out without your battle gear. You are not going out, not spiritually naked. It goes a little, it goes a step further. It's not just a power experience, but the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. I believe that the modern church has committed crimes against the Holy Spirit by not acknowledging the spirit of truth. Then modern preachers have become traitors because we're not teaching on the Holy Spirit. We're not praying for people to receive the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit leading us to truth, then we fall for deception and false doctrine, and we have a lack of discernment. You know why most people are fine with the fruit of the Spirit and talking about the Holy Spirit, but they're uncomfortable with moving in the power of the Holy Spirit. So many are going through the motions in, the, in their Christian walk without being clothed with the Holy Spirit. Without being clothed with the Holy Spirit, then we are naked and vulnerable without the power sources of our life, without the power source that gives us life. That is why Satan doesn't want you to truly yield to the Holy Spirit, because then it's much harder for him to fight you when you're clothed with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. I'm preaching here. If a person walks on the streets naked, they will get arrested, right? Because they're not covered. They're not fully clothed. Many believers are going around spiritually naked without being clothed with the Holy Spirit. This is operating in the Holy Spirit. It's not just enough to say you have the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit on you? Is the Holy Spirit, are you clothed in the Holy Spirit? A gun that is not loaded will do you no good. You can be a believer without the Holy Spirit. Then you're pointing a gun that is not loaded. 
When Christians are loaded, I'm not talking about with a natural gun. I'm talking about loaded with the dunamis. Release the dunamis. When you're loaded with the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, you are armed and dangerous. So we're talking about when Christians are loaded, it's about the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why we're not armed and dangerous. The Holy Spirit comes upon you. It gets in you. You be you are no longer timid. You're no lo- you are no longer fearful and cowardly. You see, those Christians became bold, strong, and, un- and unstoppable because they tapped into the power source, the power source of the believer. You can't handle the truth. We need to understand the spirit of truth leads us to all truth. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that unlocks the presence and power of God. Without it, we are powerless. Our prayers are powerless. Our Christian life is ruled by our natural man, and we have no way to fight against the spiritual realm when we are not armed and dangerous with the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit, the dunamis. You can have a good talk about the Holy Spirit, but it's not until you allow the work of the Holy Spirit to touch your life then you are led by your flesh, and when you are led by your emotions, your feelings, they will get the best of you. Because your emotions are wacky. There's like a roller coaster ride. That is why we're not stable. Without the Holy Spirit, you are you are an unstable person, spiritually. A person who goes on every emotion and feeling. That's why the Holy Spirit comes and speaks and tells you, don't go there. Don't make that decision. Because there will be consequences. It's not enough just to know the Word of God. You must have an experience. The understanding of the Holy Spirit is not learned in books only, but by experience, by encounter. The Holy Spirit is not spoken of much, and that is why those who believe in the Holy Spirit only believe it's for a certain group of people, and that's what we're going to pick up again next time. But I'm here to tell you, that it's time that we tap into the power source of the believer. It is time that we clothe ourselves to be endowed with the promise of the Father. If you don't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit, today's your day to receive it. Today's your day to encounter the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's going to change your life. It's going to transform your thinking, your understanding of Scripture. The spiritual things of God are going to come alive but, the, but if the Spirit of God is not alive inside of you, if that Holy Spirit has not been activated, now is the time. Let's pray. Father God, I come before you in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father, for those who are listening right now. Lord, let them receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You said, Lord, if we ask that you will give it to us. So, Father, release the baptism of the Holy Spirit upon your people right now. I declare that every stronghold of the mind be broken. I declare that every evil force, every demonic principality and power that is trying to stop them be broken in Jesus' name. And let the power of the Holy Spirit flow through them, come upon them. Let it be their guide. Let it be their leader. Let it be everything that they need, Father. Lord, we come against the powers of darkness. We come against the strongholds of the mind. Be broken. Every curse, everything that's been spoken against them, we break it in the name of Jesus. And we declare that they are now connecting to the power source. 
In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you for listening to the VOR Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. We have been doing this powerful series on the Holy Spirit, and we're going to keep going on. Because once we get connected to the power source, the dunamis begins to flow. Everything starts changing. And when the church connects to this power, the, the word of God comes alive. And there's a spontaneous combustion. And that's what we're seeing. But we need to know more about this Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of truth. We're going to talk about that in our next broadcast. We've been talking about the promise of the spirit. There's so much that we're going to be presenting to you here. And you only can hear it on the VOR radio show. You have to tune in at iCallYouBlessed.com every Thursday and every Sunday. Find out more at TheVOR.net. TheVOR.net is our website where you will get every message that comes out. Our messages are released weekly on that website. You will get connected to everything about the VOR. So many things are coming up. To God be the glory. Thank you for listening. We hope to that you will tune in and hear us and join us once again next week. God bless you. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.